What's up, guys? This is the Liberty Bros Podcast. As always, we're bringing you politics from a fresh libertarian perspective. And today we have a very exciting episode. We have three liberal friends on our podcast, Richie, Darius, and Julia. It's going to be a very fun show. They got a bunch of topics they came in wanting to talk about. So if you guys want to introduce yourselves to the viewers, go for it. Hi, I'm Darius. I'm Julia. Hi, I'm Richard. Well, um, we're glad to have you on the show. So um, I know you guys want to talk about cancel culture first and all the implications it has with business, and especially with the recent Disney actor that was fired, or Disney actress that was fired. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, take it away. What do you guys want to say? Uh, I mean, we just straight up don't believe cancel culture exists. Okay, so... Don't, don't believe it exists. Okay, so that's, that's, that's no. one thing. Just okay, so we're on the same page, like, me and Nick are in the opinion that cancel culture is this movement by the far left to censor or cancel anyone who either slightly disagrees with them or they find something mildly offensive. And this is up to and including moderate liberals, which we've seen moderate liberals censored. So I know you disagree with this. Yeah, I, I fully disagree with that. I think there's there's a culture of accountability. Like, you can't just say hateful things or do hateful things and expect there to be no repercussions, whether that be on a personal level or at your job. Like, there, there's going to be repercussions. Or, people or even things you. that, like, you may not necessarily, like, just based on what your employer, the ethical standard your employer has, which doesn't always line up with everyone. But, yeah. like... You can't just do whatever you want, and if you do, there are consequences. To no, I, I do I do agree that you should have consequences for your actions, no doubt, and businesses are going to do what's in the best interest for them, like you have said. However, I think that what's not being said here, really, is just the fact that there has been such a hypersensitivity like over the past however many years, past decade or whatever, and it seems like it's increasingly amplifying that people are so hypersensitive to views that don't align with theirs, and they're not willing to have conversations, so they just shut those people out of their lives entirely. I think the views you're talking about, though, are in most of the case are, are harmful and hurtful. Like Gina Carano's is not is, is not like a casual view on. Okay, please tell me like why. What was so offensive about Gina Carano's? She posted post. an image with the caption of a Jewish woman in nothing but her underwear with four guards. I'm assuming Nazi guards behind them, behind behind her with with guns. Aimed so at it was her. a depiction of. Nazi Germany and the yeah, first. yeah, and she's, okay. she's comparing what she goes through as conservative, which, which yeah, people are outspoken against her, sure, but she's comparing that to what, what Jews went through in the Holocaust, which, which seems ignorant at least. Okay, yeah, can also, I read the post? Okay, yeah, yeah I, I have it right here as well. So she posted, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today do not realize that to get to that point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different for hating someone because of their political views? So I want to point out that that is not comparing conservative views to the Holocaust, right? She's saying we don't want to go down that road. So if the Holocaust is step 10, right now we're on step two because the way that the Nazis got everyone to hate the Jews is they made the people hate the Jews, not just the government hate the Jews. So right now we had this movement in media where everyone's hating conservatives just for being conservatives. So all she's saying is that in order to avoid the devastation of another Holocaust type event, we can't go down that road of just hating someone and just for their simple views of being conservative. 
I don't so, think in the media everyone's hating conservatives. Yeah. yeah. Also, you're comparing the media to Nazi Germany. Yeah, which seems again okay. Well, institutions of power horribly. Ignorant. So, so, I mean, over the course of Nazi Germany, it took many, many years. Like before the concentration camps ever existed, it took many years of dehumanizing Jews to get to that point where the public would be acceptable with that, right? Who is dehumanizing the right? I, no, 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 it's... Twitter? Dehumanizing them? Not, not dehumanizing, it's not, yeah. obviously it's they not at that point, it. right? Yeah. But but people like Jordan Peterson are pointed out, or painted as, like, radical people, whereas it's just, like, a rational well, if thing. If I like, disagree with him and I think he's radical, then that's my opinion. That, that's, no, But, yes. like, he still has a platform. I don't, is, has he been banned or from anything? Or is take Stephen Crowder, for example. Yeah. He's not liked by people, but he, there's well, no, none he, of his rights are being taken from him. He was demonetized by YouTube. He was censored many times by Twitter. And this is someone that the mainstream media considers as radical. He is not radical by any sense of the word. It's just a lot of people disagree with him on the left. I mean, but, but you can say the same thing about left-leaning politicians and how they're called radicals. Biden is called a radical. That is okay. Not, he is not okay. He's not a radical Darius, at all. I know what point you're going to bring up. Yes, companies has every right to do what they want to do when it comes to censoring people, when it comes to taking them off their platform. That is not what we are arguing. What we're arguing is it is aimed specifically at one side of the aisle. It's, and this is shown throughout not. the past years. We can give years. you examples of people on the left who yeah. have been canceled, as you like to call it. Okay, sure. Right. So, yeah, yeah, just give me one sec to scroll down. I did uh, some research on Matt Lauer today. He used to work for NBC, um, and in 2014, before the Sochi or after the Sochi Olympics, he was accused of uh, anally raping a coworker, um, who she invited back up to his room after a few drinks and then forced himself upon. Um, and she came out and well, she didn't publicly like attach her name to it, but she accused him of rape. The, the allegations had no name behind him, so he wasn't fired until the year 2017 when she like publicly stated it was her. Um, and then after that, he was fired within 24 hours. He was let go. Um, and he's a, he's he's a liberal. Uh, he did not apologize for his actions. He doubled down and said these these allegations are untrue. More women came to the woodwork. And New York Times was working on a on a report on him, and he was his job was taken away. Okay. He, was, he was canceled. Can I can I say as, something? As he, I don't think that's very analogous. Just because um, that's an accusation of rape. It's not for expressing a political view. I mean, I was just going to bring up the example, like, because obviously the Matt Lauer case was very serious. Like, they had a lot of women come forward and say, like, hey, I was raped by this significant person who is on NBC. But we could talk about Colin Kaepernick, for example. Like, he did not obviously rape anybody. He knelt during the national anthem. And obviously he faced negative repercussions for that on account of the NFL and, of course, uh, the media and people as a whole. So you also have to consider, like, you know, like he's somebody that wasn't a rape, you know, like somebody didn't um, accuse him of rape and he was further, still, oh, uh, I guess you could say quote unquote canceled in a way, but yeah. well, if you go a little further back, I mean, not too far back, but like what, 10, 15 years ago, you can look at the Dixie chicks, right? <laughs> After, um, they, they were canceled basically by the right. They espoused, they, uh, disagreed with, uh, joining the Iraq war and their album sales plummeted, plummeted. They lost deals, different things like that. That is indicative of, I guess, this cancel culture that we're talking about. Okay, to speak on Colin Kaepernick, I will be the first to say that I don't think he should have gotten blackballed from the NFL. And to the point that Darius was making, that businesses will do what is best for them, the NFL was losing ratings, and that is why they did it. Now, I know people 
mainly middle-aged people who like would say that they wouldn't watch the NFL because they don't like watching players kneel during the national anthem. I am not one of those people. I think I don't even watch the national anthem anyway. But if they want to make their little statement during that time, I say go for it. I would still watch. But the businesses do make the decisions based on the final viewer and the money that they're going to make because they're interested in the bottom line. So I don't think you should have got blackballed either. But is that not what Disney did? I mean, if however, okay, Toronto is this popular, then won't the right lift her up through their uh, money? Okay, well, she signed a deal with Ben Shapiro, so yes. Mm -hmm. However, the the thing with Colin Kaepernick is you have half a point that yes, he should not have gotten blackballed by the NFL. But he was glorified in the media. He made millions of dollars off of it by endorsements with Nike and whatever. He got to be like a after, hero status. Yeah, afterward. But yes, he, lost he was so glorified. So can't the same thing happen to people on the right? I mean, Gina Carano, she got a deal. Yeah. So yeah. she's, she's okay. It's just not for as much like, money because, okay. she, because Ben Shapiro yeah. isn't as popular as Disney. Or his like media company isn't as popular as Disney. Okay, so even if we say it's happening on both sides, I still think it's a bad thing that people are so hypersensitive these days and won't listen to the other side or won't like but you, you have but conversations isn't, isn't that like with anything like I can you choose whether not because you necessarily may not hate or disagree but there are certain things that you choose not to engage with right there are certain things that you choose to not put your money toward right if you're a boss right and, and you have a company there are going to be certain behaviors and things that aren't necessarily uh, illegal but that you don't want your name attached to Okay. So this well, quote is what Disney decides that that's not what they want their name attached to. Is that is that some greater issue with our culture or is that just that own company's decision? Well, no, I think it's a greater issue with the culture because Disney is doing it because the end consumer will make the decision not to watch Disney because they have someone on there that made those comments, right? And I think it's the issue with the end consumer, the fact that they're willing to cut all ties with Disney and not purchase any Disney products because they have ties with one Disney creator that's conservative. I mean, Disney's displayed this ethical standard before. In 2017, James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, his tweets resurfaced in like 2012, in which he says basically a bunch of very pedophile-based stuff. He's like, little boys touch me on Twitter. A bunch, like in 2012, and he was he was subsequently fired. So like, they've displayed this standard that you okay. can't say. And he, he's okay. actually... Again, he's, pedophilia is not a political stance. He made jokes. It's not, okay, right. okay, so okay, to well, point like, out the double standard, so I have one example. Pedro Pascal. The Mandalorian himself. In 2018, he put out a tweet. Another Holocaust comparison. Germany, 1944, he had a picture of Jews in an internment camp. And then he had, below that, he had a picture of immigrant children in cages. And he said, this is America. However, one, that picture was not even from 2018. And two, that picture was not even from America. Yet he was never fact-checked by Twitter. He was never taken down. He faced no repercussions for his actions. Another Holocaust comparison... Same thing, Co very comparable, face no repercussions. Was was Gina Carano taken off Twitter? I thought she just lost her job. Yeah, I think fair, she just lost fair. her job. Yeah. Okay, yes, but Disney but, didn't fire... Well, I was going to bring up an interesting point. So, so Disney did this, right? But we also have to consider... So, you know how there's that Disney remake movie, Mulan, right? They did like a live-action movie. So they, interestingly enough, actually filmed that movie where they have, you know, you probably heard about the, the Chinese concentration camps. Yes. I forget the, I can't pronounce the region of China because I will butcher the name, but they filmed in that specific region of China and they did get a lot of backlash for it, but 
there wasn't really any repercussions that were, like, done on behalf of, like, Disney, which I found, like, interesting. So, I find it interesting how they kind of, like, I guess in a way, like, I, like, they, they did, like, the whole thing with Gina Carano, but they didn't really do anything about, like, that particular issue, which I did find kind of interesting, yeah. so. Disney's not morally pure. Like, yeah, in the, in it's the last not exactly... In the last Star Wars movie, they, like, recorded right. a kiss scene between two women, and, like, it's a blink-and-you'll-miss-it moment. In, like, foreign countries, they just take it out completely. It's only for American audience. They're not morally pure in any sense, for sure. Like, no, they do, okay. do like, mess up stuff like, like that. What you said about how, like... So you think it's an issue that the consumer... Like, I think audiences, in just in general, like, the country's growing more left, right? Yeah. So what they're going to invest their, their capital in maybe things that are more related to the left but that's not necessarily saying that anything uh i would say immoral is happening to people on the right the thing is the major institutions of power the media the government um big tech like twitter they mm -hmm. are focusing on censoring and deplatforming the right and i have examples here 2016 22 accounts were suspended after the 2016 election one of them was a democrat and you could say, okay, conservatives are more likely to break the rules. In order to give that even 5% chance of happening, conservatives have to be four times more likely to break Twitter's violations. And you take things like this. This was absolutely disgusting. Jim Hoft was suspended for 12 hours after tweeting they stole an election. Now they want to silence anyone who questions it. On May 16, 2017, Nancy Pelosi tweeted, our election was hijacked. There is no question Congress has a duty to protect our democracy and follow the facts. She received no repercussions from Twitter. What were both of those, what were the facts in context of both of those? They, they were both saying the election was stolen. But yeah, but like, in, did they cite anything else? They just said... No, those, well, those, that, those that was the their whole on tweet. Both, on both sides? Though, that was the quote mm -hmm. of both of their tweets. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess the only reason why Nancy Pelosi didn't is because she was, she's obviously a member of Congress, so that's probably why, you know, she did, that didn't happen to her necessarily. And also, you have to consider, like, this was before, like, the insurrection happened, but, like, before the times of Donald Trump getting, like, booted off Twitter. So, I guess that was before a time when, like, high-profile politicians could get booted off of social media, too, so. And, and we're that. talking about people who are, who, like, have pull on the right. It's not like you can't go watch Steven Crowder right now if you wanted to. You just, you just couldn't, or it's not like you can go, you can't go find these people on other platforms. It's not like they, it's just these certain platforms, they, the, whoever, either the board of directors or whoever's in charge don't want this certain language on the platform. The same thing could happen on Parler or any other predominantly uh, right wing, right wing um, run chapter. Well, run, uh, they platform. Amazon de-platform Parler by taking yeah. them off their web services. Yeah. Because it's Amazon's web services, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, they have every right to do that. Yeah. But you can't say that Twitter hasn't been guilty of the same thing that they supposedly parlor was for. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you could have you can have all of this on the right where whatever you can say, whatever you think is acceptable. But just because those platforms aren't as popular. Yeah, but you platforms. admit the big tech, their platforms, the institutions of power are left-leaning. And therefore, they're targeting conservatives. I don't know. Left-leaning and not necessarily targeting. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I don't really Well, yes, but all the big tech platforms do. Guidelines. Do you have a reason those twenty-one other platforms were were banned? You said or, or, or no. that's just what it said. They okay. said twenty-two. Or like, so, so if yeah, they, they what, have what to be conservative and say horrible yeah. things, that's not necessarily 
Like, I don't well, really well, it's tough. Yeah, exactly. it's, well, the thing is, it's not always horrible things they're taken down for. So, like, yeah. Joe mm-hmm. Altman, suspended for revealing a Dominion employee. He paraphrased a Dominion employee. He said this on the conference call. Don't worry about the election. Trump's not going to win. I made fucking sure of that. So, a Dominion employee said that. And Who's Joe, a Dominion employee? I don't know. His name was not released. Well, but, I don't know but if Joel, we should be throwing that out there if we don't yeah, know who this guy is. No, but Joe Altman paraphrased yeah. him, and he got suspended for that. Maybe he got suspended for that because it's nonsense. Because he neither him nor you gave a name of a Dominion employee. Yeah, there's a yeah. source. Yeah. Joe Altman was on the well, conference call with him. I will say this. Since when do you have a source to tweet a tweet? Because people... Tweet tweets without sources all I mean, the, like the, the time. But if the it, source was in hand, yeah. is what I meant. Yeah. But if it's yes. like if it's nonsense or it's something to do with our election, an election where people raided a capital, I feel like if I own a, a tech platform or a, a, a platform where people can share uh, their, their thoughts and ideas, I may not want to lift up those ideas that could yeah. result in another riot. Yeah, exactly. Well, and also now, um, especially in recent years, they a lot of these social media pro- platforms. So, like I know Instagram does this, Twitter as well. They'll actually make sure to like flag things that are actually misinformation have been disproven by fact checkers. Like for for example, like when uh, obviously the heat of COVID, which we're still in unfortunately, but like when it was really just starting, there was obviously a lot of false information that was being passed around, like false like statistics, false um, data that people were posting and social media did flag those things being like, yeah, this is, this information's false. Like just so you know, like they kind of like Put like a. I'm trying to think like like they like the disclaimer there. Yeah, yeah. They put like the disclaimer. I'm, I'm and like really glad like you bring that up. Yeah. Because so. it seems like they're only fact checking one side. Uh, you know the claim that Trump was golfing on Memorial Day widely spread throughout Twitter. I don't remember. Yeah. I do not recall. Do not that. Well, that was false. Either. They refused to fact check that. Biden claimed that he, they called for lockdowns one week before Trump. False. Not fact checked by Twitter. And do you remember the kid that got? Who the MAGA hat kid who was just smirking at the Indian? Yeah. Uh-huh. The false narratives that went around that story for fucking weeks, it when was, the but, Indian when... came up to him, mm-hmm. and he made no attempt to go around the kid, and the kid literally said nothing. He was calming down his classmates from saying anything. Mm-hmm. Yet that kid, there were so many posts about that kid and trying to defame him that he literally won a court case against CNN. Well, I agree, but wasn't he? They they retracted every platform retracted that story. Now, what tweets? Yeah, but they let it go on. They let it go on. They don't let yeah. things go on if you're conservative. They immediately take it down. Well, it's not I feel even like if there's a false, that. like, if the story's retracted, I, I don't, like, I guess maybe if you can create a timeline between a, something similar on the right that happened, or I'm sorry, something similar on the left that happened that, I guess, wasn't retracted versus on the right where, where, uh, it was retracted, but I feel like if the story was false and then it was didn't retract it, because I remember that story. All right, retracted. what about Jacob Blake then? The guy who it went around that he was going to break up a fight and that he was unarmed. That went around for a while when both of that was untrue. I don't know that aspect of it. Yeah, I remember him just being shot by the police. Well, Well, he was called because he was um, molesting a girl, and she called the cops on him because he wouldn't let her out of the house. These things. Yeah. Like, is that, is that I mean, mean that's, that's kind of common that's knowledge. Not, that's by not what I know. Is it? I, I don't know. That's not common knowledge. If you would source, I'd love to. That's really common knowledge. I would love to delve in it. She, 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 yeah. she called yeah. the cops on him. She called the cops on him, and then he wouldn't let her out of the house. The cops pull up on him, and then they were trying to tackle him. They tased him. He goes to the 
he goes to his car. There's a knife on the floorboard. He goes to reach for it. That's when the cop shot him. Yeah, if you can give me like any report saying this, yeah, I don't, like, I don't we can talk that. about it openly. I just don't remember yeah. this being the story. Well, and also, like, a lot of the stuff that they fact-check, like, they can't, they don't fact-check, like, every single story that goes out there. Like, a lot of the stuff that they primarily fact-check, especially within recent times, is stuff about the election, what's going on in the government, and, like, what's going on with the pandemic, which are all, like, really important things yeah. that people yeah. need to know. If we're talking, yeah, if we're talking about, like, Twitter. Just so you know, I have a, um, article up from the New York Times about Jacob Blake. And it was saying um, a warrant was issued for his arrest on charges of third-degree sexual assault. And the call to 911 was made by the woman who uh, made the charges for the third-degree sexual assault. And then um, after they got there, they said um, Mr. Blake had admitted that he had a knife that was uh, later found on the driver's side floorboard of Mr. Blake's car. There were no other vehicles in the weapon. Or there were no other weapons in the vehicle. And that okay, was so, perpetuated for a long time. Yet Twitter will not fact check. They refuse to do it for the left, especially when it fits their narrative. Well, okay. So so you're saying that there are people... All right, so what, what are we talking about? Are we talking about major news networks saying that... Um, up talking about him not having the weapon and all well, these let's, factors? Let's talk about, about big tech. On, Let's talk like about if, big if we're talking about just random people on yeah. like Twitter saying things, right? The, and and like lots of people, like you could tweet out something conservative right now or something that's on the right that that's not necessarily true. And you as a nobody, I doubt is going to get. They don't fact yeah. check. Everything. But so if like, you're I, someone I with influence close. on the right and you lie, versus if you're someone with influence on the left and you lie, you're much more likely to be censored to have that tweet taken down if you're on the right. Based on, I don't know. Yeah, if based based on, on what the examples I just gave you. I, I don't know if you're being honest. That, so that evidence you had, you had a case yeah. study or whatever of like twenty-three people, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm asking: is there is there like any data either from tech companies or uh, bodies uh, apolitical adjacent to tech companies who who've gone through data and ciphered through all of this? Well, I mean, there really are no apolitical sources nowadays. Oh, cool. But <laughs> no. But from the examples I've seen, like, you could just count them off. Um, okay, but I want to bring up the point where you said if people say something really bad, really offensive, whatever. Yeah, go for it. Would you consider this offensive? Se this was a PhD in psychology said this sex change surgery should not be considered until the patient has reached 21 years of age and has lived for at least two years in the desired gender role. Is that increasingly offensive? I I don't know if I would agree with that, but I, I, I don't think. know if it's necessarily. Do offensive. you think but that? Do you think that should be taken offensive down? Offensive is subjective to whatever the. Yeah. the individual That's egregious is. enough to be taken down. I don't think that is. No, not necessarily. That doesn't yeah. offend okay. me, but that might offend someone who's transgender. Yeah. Like I, I cannot relate to their experience. Yeah. Well, exactly. that dude got locked out of his account for that one tweet. On on Twitter. On Twitter. And who is this guy? Ray Blanchard. Is there anything, any what's factors his, yeah, around? What's his any, accreditation again? Uh, he has a, he's a PhD in psychology. Ray, Ray what? From Ray what, Blanchard. From what university? I do not know. You said Ray Blanchard? Yes. Oh. I'm willing to bet that there was probably other mitigating factors around, like, what he did. Maybe he was saying he has a, a, an issue with, uh, misinformation maybe he's not accredited i don't know what who, who is he again well he he is a um 
He's an American-Canadian sexologist best known for his research studies on transsexualism, pedophilia, and sexual orientation. Mm. So I would say he was someone that was... Who knows what he's talking about. Know, knows what he's talking about, definitely. Interesting. Right. But, yeah, just that getting taken down for... I mean, not even that it's false or true, but just like... I Like you all said, like I don't think it's offensive enough to make it, a, you know... Yeah to turn people away from Twitter if you're making the case that Twitter is looking at their bottom line and people are going off Twitter because they're seeing that tweet. I mean, offensive level is, like, highly subjective. So I, I, yeah. I can't say that and it offends also, me personally, but, like... Yeah, like, no, like, yeah but, but tweets that offend liberals are a lot more subject to get taken down. But based off this based one off, case? Based off... I've been giving you so many cases. What, what, mean, would if, what, would, what would a liberal tweet be that would offend you? Yeah. Can you name any? Like something that a liberal could say. These there's a lot of hate speech on the right that is offensive to people who are left leaning. I, I don't think people on the left typically I mean, say I things don't, that are offensive I mean, we don't, to people we can't on the right. Even, we can't well, even, like, well, I could say I've definitely seen online and Twitter like a lot of jokes about abortion. Like the one line comes to mind, like "yetus the fetus," right? Like I just see like jokes like that. Whereas you could see like on the right where someone who's like a devoutly pro-life person and sees abortion as like a the genocide of today. You could see people getting very offended at that. But and if I made a joke about a trans that. person, like, I'm the devil. Which, I mean, to be fair, trans people, you know, you kind of... Also, like, you shouldn't make jokes about, about Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, but, but also, yeah. like I said before, we're talking about, like, the rate at which... Like, okay, so if, if we talk about um, 19... Let's say 45, like, you be, you, your, your ability to make a racist joke... Right, specifically about black people versus post civil rights act or versus versus today, like if you look at the if you like you just take that and you and you apply it to the whole population, probably back then there was probably a smaller percentage of people who would get offended versus today where most people would get offended. Right. That's so can true. we so if, if we're talking about individual people who have their own accounts or companies making decisions based on uh, the the, what um, their audience may be offended by. Can we say that maybe there's a, there is a, there's, it is lopsided, but based on what the demand of the people, because like I said, there are conservative platforms where you can share where, whatever you want. And there are conservative people who are doing fine financially, who are able to reach their people and talk to them. So like, I think it's a matter of uh, them doing their best to apply to what they think that their, their audience is looking for. Well, and also just taking away the labels of left and right. Like, you also have to consider, like, hate speech is hate speech, whether or not you're on the left or you're on the right. Like, if you go up to somebody and call them a racial slur, or if you post something with a racial slur online, yeah, you're going to get backlash for that. That's just how it is. That's just how society is. And I mean, to be fair, that's completely fair, because you shouldn't be going around hating on people for... Being them and like being no, them and I, I, so I what's the, what's the answer that. to hate yeah. speech? No, I, I completely agree with what you're saying, but I think a lot of the things are misconstrued as hate speech that are not hate speech. Like in the sense of what's the Disney actress's name? Gina, Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Okay, Gina Carano. What she was saying, she wasn't. She was making comparison. It was. It came off. People tried to paint her as a, um, you know, like hating Jews and being very what's the word anti-semitic but she wasn't saying anything negative about jews people were just saying because of the comparison she's making she's boiling them and like 
she was inherently anti-Semitic from that comparison. It shows a profound misunderstanding, though. No, it does. Yeah. But she's not saying anything negative about them. She's not saying all Jews are bad, like, let's, you know, the Holocaust was good. She wasn't saying any of that type of but, stuff. But do you see how, as, like, a Jewish human being, you could, like, interpret it that yeah, way and get offended? Died, yeah, you know? like people in the Holocaust I, died. Yeah. Nobody yeah. was a conservative. Yeah. Like, no, I could see how you might get offended, but I don't think you could see, say it's hate speech because she's not actively and, hating and anybody. Because, yeah. and there should no, and, there, and I don't think she should have her property taken. I don't think no. she should be thrown in prison, but I do think a company can make the decision yeah. to not have her yes. on the platform. Yeah. The platform. Absolutely. Yeah. Should we pivot? Yeah, sure. Um, so I kind of want to talk about Nick Cannon because we brought this up. I got the video. Yeah, this podcast, right? Yes. Yeah. Horrible stuff. He's he, yeah, he's horrible said a lot of Hopefully no ads. Yeah. Awful oh, God. stuff in that podcast. Yeah. We only got one ad. Not too bad. That's fine. But um, so right off the bat, the media was saying what he said was anti-Semitic. It was more than just that. It was downright fucking racist, what he said. Yeah, it's horrible. Isn't that? But they yeah. painted it as anti-Semitic. When you brought it up to me, he's like, yeah, Nick Cannon said some anti-Semitic shit. Yeah, that, that's, what, that's what... But the media opinion. will spin it. it. Like, what he said was straight racist. I don't have the full quote, but I remember it being I mean, incredibly anti-Semitic. Yeah. Anti, it's anti-Semitic. Yeah, like, it's it not, not yeah. anti-Semitic. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. But you can't be racist against white people. And... So that's the, the way you're talking about it. But, I mean, Jewish... <laughs> being part of the Jewish race is so nice What is this? Uh, yeah. It, it was incredibly anti Semitic, is what I remember. Was it yeah, fired like, toward Jews? Uh, yeah. yeah. It was like primarily Jewish. No, no. Jewish conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Like, well, no, well, that was later, but this is the quote that is widely, well, once this ad stops fucking playing. Um, oh, look, another one. I do not like this site. I thought you said we only had just one. <laughs> I know. All right, let us know when you get it up. Um, I don't know what's going on. Didn't he say, like, I don't want to, like, I'm not sure if I'm misremembering yeah, it before we get it up. He said, like, white people are, like, monkeys or something like that. He's like, like, they're savages. Savages or something like that. So he, 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 he did say the terrible thing to say. He did yeah, say the blanket term white that, people. So, so yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, no, is that, there, that, like, that's... a, maybe you could find, like, a transcript or something? Yeah, that would I mean, be easier. I got like the battery playing or some ad. Uh, yes. Which, interestingly enough, they're having issues of their own right now with like racism and whatnot. What, the Bachelor? Yeah, because I guess one of the contestants that's on. Because the current Bachelor is black. Like, he's the first African American um, yeah. Bachelor that they've had. And it, they came to find out that one of the contestants had a pretty horribly racist past. She was so, at like a southern party as a southern belt, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it was, yeah. There was like a lot of like references to like the Civil War and like stuff that was just like not okay. So. Okay, yeah, so I got up a transcript of what Nick Cannon said. He said, uh, they're acting out of fear. They're acting out of low self-esteem. They're acting out of deficiency. So therefore, the only way that they can act is evil. They have to rob, steal, rape, kill in order to survive. So then these people didn't have what we have. And when I say we, I speak of the melanated people. They had to be savages. I say all that to say the context in which we speak, whether it's Jewish people, white people, Europeans, the Illuminati, they were doing as a survival tactics to stay on the planet. We never had to do that. 
And then so, he went on to say they're closer to animals. They're closer to the yeah, real animals. That's horrible. So you're just speaking of yeah. all of it. Yeah, I, I don't think any of us think that's yeah, like yeah, a horrible thing. Yeah, no, obviously. We think it's all horrible, yeah. yeah. We, we didn't defend him. Are, are there people advocating for him? No. Not that yeah. I know. Yeah. He, he got his job taken away, his show taken away. Like, there were repercussions. Uh, yeah, but he said it's absolutely that's horrible. Justified. Yeah, completely justified him being fired. Okay. Oh, wait. I wanted to have any more notes, John. Yes, I have one more notes. I completely forgot about this. This was my favorite one. I could bring Should it be up. A doozy. Okay, so <laughs> Candace Owens, she was suspended once um, because she paraphrased. So Sarah Jong is known for being very racist, and so Candace Owens. Who's Sarah Jong. Sarah Jong is. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Yeah, with I don't know that is yet. Oh, exactly who she is. Um, but she is very liberal, very left-leaning, and Candace Owen took a lot of her tweets and replaced the word white with Jewish. So she got taken down for this. Why would she do that? <laughs> to prove a point, to prove a point, because Twitter took her down, and then Twitter yeah. saw that she was just taking Zhang's words and replacing them with Jewish, and she saw this, and they were like, oh, I guess we're pretty hypocritical, we gotta put her back up. I mean, it, it's probably not a. Good, I, I don't know if it's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, I was gonna say it's to, probably to, not to a good idea. Well, no, she, she, <laughs> no, but she pointed out a, a double standard because Zhang was allowed to be racist against whites all day, so but then what, Candace Owens goes and is like, "What were the tweets?" Like, um, oh man, it's kind of sick how much joy I get out of being cruel to old old white men is one of them. For reference. Um, yeah, I, mean, I are I, white people genetically predisposed to burn faster in the sun, thus logically being only fit to live underground like groveling goblins? That's another one. Okay, <laughs> that's 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 it, it's like don't it, get me wrong. Is it, that it, not egregiously how, offensive? I, should that no, not be you, taken are you, down? Are you okay, me, me as a white person. <laughs> okay, should that not be taken down by Twitter? I don't think there are mass people, white people. By your no, 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 no. By okay, your so, standards, so please show me. Please show me the okay, the okay. Groups so of white people so me, were so offended by me, that. Me, by me as a white person, I may not be offended by that. But if you replace that word white with so tell, tell, any other color, who, who do you think that those other people will be offended? But I'm, I'm asking who are the people who are advocating for other than after uh, what's what's her face? Um, Candace Owen, Owens uh, retweeted it with Jews, right? Which Jews probably would probably take issue with it, right? Oh, yeah. Who yeah. <laughs> name were, were, were there groups of white people who were advocating to get this woman off Twitter? OK, OK, OK. No, the, we got to bring back to your standard <laughs> that if you say something greedish, it should the get taken down. Like, like I said, the standard, we're, we're judging this based on capitalism, right? The standard, Twitter knows that more large groups of white people are probably not going to cry about that. So that's why they didn't, that's why she didn't get the So, so, so the, then you're admitting Twitter is okay with people being racist You, you base it based on the, based on the okay, reaction so that, by your that's consumer. That's all you gotta say. That's you, all you gotta it's based say. on the reaction by, of your consumer. That's all you gotta say. Twitter is okay with people being racist towards white people. That's okay, I'm say. sorry, Sean, but did that really hurt you? No, no, I'm not saying. <laughs> okay, Don't what white people, what white people can you show me no, but, but, really that's, but that's basically what you're saying. Well, that, that's, no, it's not. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, the difference between white people and all, the, like, as you said, any other color, 
white people haven't been systemically oppressed. Like, they're, they're not used... That's not a thing that has happened to white people throughout history. Sure, there's... So we could be like, fuck white people, man? I mean, that's not what I'm saying. But <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying, that's why nobody's getting shook up about it. But white people white aren't people, even mad about it. That's Yeah, because like, yeah. we don't have a history of being oppressed. If white people were mad about it, there would be repercussions. Yeah, for her and then they yeah. Would, she would be exactly. taken out. She wouldn't be taken out. But no, there, there had to be wide out... There would have to be, like, wide outrage for that to happen. Like, Just like the big. same thing with Gina Cron and the other people. People didn't like it. Yeah. There was wide outrage. You just weren't a part of that group, which is fine. But, like, if I'm Twitter, then I'm going to make a decision based on what's going to save me money. Or what's, what's going uh, to hurt me and what's not going to hurt me. I bet you tomorrow if every white person got offended, or if a large group of white people in the United States got offended by white tweets, they'd be taken down. Yeah. I think I think Twitter is loyal to whatever their personal, uh, whether the board of directors, whoever is at the higher up, whatever their personal opinion is on politics, they are partial to money first. Yes. You know what? You're starting to sound like a little bit of a libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm, I don't even know why we're having this argument. This Yo, is, yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm not, neither do I. You just follow the money, right? By the companies. Yeah. Amen. The market will correct itself. All right, All right so, so do you guys remember why Ilhan Omar came under fire? Uh, I do not. She said, uh, didn't, not wasn't entirely. she accused of saying all, all about the Benjamins and she was talking about the well, yes, Israel-Palestine she, conflict? She's been anti-Semitic her whole life. Like, she does not okay. like Jews. That's that's a known fact. That's a known fact. Is that just because she's from Palestine or sort of support? Well, she, she's consistently tweeted anti-Semitic so stuff. Can you give me those tweets before you just say this? Okay, well, one, it's all about the Benjamins. That was one. And she's... She's a, she was talking, she wants wasn't to that in reference to the Israel government, though? I don't think that was in reference to Jewish people. Because, like, if I said all about the Benjamins about you, it would be assumed that that's not anti-Semitic because you're not Jewish. Yeah. But if I'm talking referring to a government or a body, I don't, like, Israel and Judaism are not the same thing. You, you can yeah. be Jewish and criticize the Israel no, government, absolutely. right? Yeah. So wasn't that in reference to the government, or did she specifically... Or, or did she or, imply? I don't know what that tweet was about, but uh, what's she wanted to boycott Israel, like trade with Israel, yeah. I think. Um, well, that's because, well, there was a lot of issues. On, I mean, they, Israel and Palestine, I'm, we've known, they've been fighting for decades. Yeah, yeah. But I know, like, within recent years, um, there was an issue um, where Israel did use force on uh, the people of Palestine, Palestine yeah. and a lot of people were killed. So that probably is what that could have been about again you could look it up i, I could yeah. be wrong but i would think that's probably why she wanted to and and we can't them. and although like you you could say i guess you could say the state in um in judaism is is uh largely intertwined right just christianity or any religion in that the major religion in a country are intertwined the israel as a state you can criticize whether you're jewish or Whoever, like yeah. I don't think it. If yeah. that's, that's, I don't so think that we, coincides either. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So did the was the tweet overtly and overtly saying, Jew, uh, um, criticizing Jewish people, or did it directly say that she had had conflict with Jewish people or Israel as a state? Well, the thing I was looking at was the BDS resolution, which um. Yeah, she didn't want to reach any settlement that allows the state of Israel to regain its sovereignty. Well, I think the Benjamin reference could be because of their uh, prime minister, I think. Yeah, Benjamin Netanyahu. Yeah. That's his That's his name. 
Yeah, but I also yeah, and I think it was in reference to the government, not yeah, in, not exactly. to the Jewish people. And, and almost immediately, the Democratic House leadership issued a joint demand for an apology. So like almost immediately, and then ninety minutes within them issuing for that apology, she apologized for the comments. Yeah. Even though it didn't appear to directly. Yeah. Uh, but even I. Wait, I totally no, did. she didn't admit an apology. I have it here, so you don't regret your words either. King asked. I do not, but I have gotten the. I am grateful for the opportunity to really learn how my words make people feel, and I've taken every single opportunity I've gotten to make sure that people understand that I apologize for it. I can so read her did, apology. She, did, she just said, I, I, she said Omar I issued an unequivocal apology saying anti-Semitism is real, and I am grateful for Jewish allies and colleagues who are educating me on the painful history of anti-Semitic tropes. Yeah, that was via the Washington Post. Yeah, I, I got that same tweet up right now. She did apologize. Yeah, she apologized. Like, within 90 minutes of, of the Democrats. The, well, and you, you see, apology, like, so. when you say something, most people, like, I, I don't not want to, I, I want... Star Wars to go in the direction it's gonna go into. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Most people, doesn't matter what side of the aisle on you're on. I don't care about your personal politics, especially you're in entertainment. If you apologize for this stuff, yeah. or to the people that are looking for the apology, most people are gonna welcome you back. You will get yes, I, I agree with that. I, I agree that people should welcome you back if if you apologize and you are sincere in that. Right? Yeah. yeah. If you really offend people with what you're saying. Yeah. Well, you also have to consider like. We can't, like, so, for instance, I guess, like, in the Gina Carano case, it wouldn't be right for somebody probably to, who's not Jewish, to be like, oh, I accept your apology, because that wouldn't necessarily offend. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It wouldn't yeah. necessarily offend somebody who's not, not Jewish. Jewish. Yeah. It's mo mostly that particular community who has been targeted. It's their response, the responsibility kind of almost more so falls on them and to that would be if she apologized. Specifically with anti-Semitism, I've seen um, what's what's the the organization, the big organization, or like it's like the Holocaust. Um, it, it's something. It's a big Jewish organization. I think it's like um, the Holocaust uh, Historical Society or something like that. Yeah, well, yeah, there's like a lot. Of, there's a lot, but one like of those big groups. Center, every single time um, that yeah. like somebody says something anti-Semitic that's famous, they like reach out to that person. They like try to like educate them on the Holocaust and then and then try to um, like show them why what they said was wrong and and welcome a, a, a nice dialogue and perspective, not attack them. And to piggyback you know? off of but that. But like there are always gonna be people on both sides of the aisle and on the left, I'll, I'll agree, who are online who wanna fight, you know, who wanna yeah. attack. But like, I don't necessarily think this is indicative of everybody, you know? No, definitely not everybody, it's just the, you know, it's it's the mainstream media. It's the main like, it's what the narrative is in, in the mainstream. I think that's media. the narrative that people, when they do something wrong and they don't want to face the consequences, I think that's the narrative they create. But if they're actually on the ground talking to people or DMing these people or different things like that, they'd be like, "Hey, I just didn't think what you said was okay. I don't want anything bad to happen to you personally, but either I no longer." No, I think I think most people are like that. I do. I think I think the media is one of the worst things in the country right now because it's dividing us. Yeah, I mean, with that being said, social media definitely, it's, I feel like sometimes there's things that it, like, it does that more so harms us than helps us as a society, 100%. for sure. And with that being said, too, you have, with social media, it's so easy for so much misinformation to be spread, <laughs> like, to be spread around, yeah. and yeah. it leads these people to think a certain way, or spread baseless facts, or 
like I guess like muster these hateful ideologies. Well, what happens with social media it divides us. What, what happens on social media, and it's on both sides, one hundred percent. Is the people live in their own um, confirmation bias and um, yeah, the what's the term? Echo the echo yeah. chamber. Yeah, it's literally they just look for things that reaffirm their own beliefs, and they read more on like they look for more posts on their own beliefs that just like confirmation bias, and yeah. they yeah. just grow deeper into those more radical ideologies versus trying to find a common ground between because yeah, if you look like twenty years ago, like politics wasn't as polarizing as it was now. not nearly and i think social media definitely plays into that yeah. for sure without a doubt polarization is probably one of the worst things to happen to american politics yeah. it's sad but and the media makes money off it yeah. That is true. I, I'm both, yeah, yeah, either side of the aisle. It yeah, that's matter. the one yeah. argument you could say for, like, capitalism, is the yeah. media. Yeah, both sides. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> that's the only <laughs> argument you got. That's the yeah. only argument you got. Both sides are guilty. At least, at least we can admit it can be flawed. I, I think that's a, that's a big, giant step. Yeah. <laughs> I think the media is probably the most flawed thing in capitalism because they make a profit off of dividing us. But can't other forms of like other companies do that, or other forms of, of sectors oh. of the, the yeah? Um, it's it's oh. a t- it's a tough argument. I don't know. Yeah. 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 There's a no. lot. There's a lot of, I guess, effed up shit. <laughs> to to say it the best way I can. It's a happening. fucked up world. Yeah. Exactly. So. All right. So I guess we'll agree to disagree, but another very fiery topic. Trump did not incite violence. Prove me oh, wrong. Oh boy. Okay. I did most of my research on this. So I guess to preference uh, my, I guess to appeal to my credibility, if you will. So I'm a political science major. I am also studying law right now as well. I'm going down a paralegal track, going on the way to law school. Um, So this is something that I study, I guess you could quote unquote say for a living because my employment is being still like a student so this is basically what i learn about on almost a daily basis as a political science major how the government works how we should hold our leaders accountable so i guess to give a brief summary of what happened um so obviously we know our capital was stormed by insurrectionists obviously so as a result of this act the u.s house of representatives representatives impeached Donald Trump on January 13th for high crimes and misdemeanors. They filed one article of impeachment, which was drafted charging him with incitement of insurrection. And then after he was impeached in the House, the articles of impeachment were sent to the U.S. Senate. They had the formal trial. They they basically acted as a jury to figure out whether or not he should either be given the chance to run again for office or have certain security clearances that he would have as a former president. As we know, within the last week, February 13th, they ended up acquitting him. Um, But I guess we could just get into um, some of, like, the things that they brought up um, during this impeachment trial. So I guess to give, like, a constitutional background as to why they filed these charges in the first place, Basically, the Constitution provides that the House of Representatives, and I am reading this directly, quoting this from the article of impeachment, and this is where I got my source from. So it says, quote, uh, the House of Representatives shall have the sole power of impeachment, 
and that the president shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes or misdemeanors. Further, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution prohibits any person who has engaged in insurrection or rebellion, rebellion against the United States from, from holding any office under the United States. So that's basically why, out of our Constitution, they decided to do this, right? So um, I guess we could talk about the events that led up to the insurrection. So as we know, before... Um, the insurrection happened. Donald Trump hosted a rally where a bunch of his supporters, um, where he spoke to a bunch of his supporters. This was a planned event, like it was pre-planned. They knew Washington, D.C., the city was aware that there was going to be a lot of Trump supporters in town. Like, the D.C. police knew ahead of time, but they didn't exactly prepare adequately, nor did the Capitol Police, probably because they didn't think that this was going to happen. Um, in which, so he said a few different quotes that definitely don't exactly make him look good. And these quotes I'm getting straight out of the transcript, which was released by the Associated Press. Um, so he said, and I quote, um, and we fight, we fight like hell, and if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. So we're going, so we're going to, we're going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I love Pennsylvania Avenue, he adds that in there. Um, and we're going to the Capitol and we're going to try and give. So those, I think, are probably the two main quotes that definitely kind of uh, push these people to go down there. In addition, he does mention that we must stop the steal and we must ensure that such outrageous election fraud never happened again. Can never, yeah, election fraud never happens again and can never be allowed to happen again. Um, I also have some stuff about like the evidence that happened um, that they showed during the impeachment trial, if you guys wanted to okay. get into that. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you want to talk about the quotes, yes. Him saying "fight like hell," like if you don't fight like hell, we're not going to have a country anymore. Mm -hmm. So, would you agree that in politics in general, people talk in very figurative sense? So, like especially when they're yes. giving speeches and things like that, saying the terms "fight like hell" or anything like that, anything of the sort, is very commonplace in political speeches. Right. But that combined with. Um, like months or I'm sorry a month of lies about how like there were thousands of missing votes and how like there yeah. were there were republican members in in within their own state like um their own state election committees who were hiding votes and yeah. lying yeah I feel like with the understanding that he said like you have to fight like hell for your country, or you won't. Yeah, have we're a not saying left. it's good speech, but it's right. that's a very loose argument it, for incitement. It's it's, yeah. it's kind of a leap to say that, that, that is. we're also not okay. like we're not, we're not talking about sending him to jail for no, this yeah. specific <laughs> instance. We're talking about holding a public office after lying and and whipping up fears. Yeah. To well, fucking... all politicians lie. That's what politicians. Okay, do lying, <laughs> exaggerating. <laughs> Or not even exaggerating, but completely patently yeah, false things that about the election. All politicians <laughs> are perfect because oh my god, they're not. Yeah, like, no, we yeah. hate all politicians. And, and I'm all for arguing like looserness with impeachment. I, I think like there's law on both sides. Are people are able to consolidate power when they shouldn't necessarily have but, it? But I mean, with Donald Trump, yeah. But in this, yeah, like oh. a, a long, long history of claims that he made that were completely fraudulent and fact-checked by several sources that turned out to be false. So he had a history of consistently lying and, like, passing through these baseless 
I want to say conspiracy theories because that's what they were. Okay. Especially the ones that led up to the violence but, of the insurrection. But, but what I'm saying is, what do these lies have to do with the impeachment trial? Like, how do those yeah, lies I, have to do I'm with just, him inciting violence? So that's I, what I was saying is that I was adding to your point that, you know, politicians are not great and he definitely had a long history of lying. So that's that's why. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, Obviously so that's what does. I was trying to say. Besides the impeachment or whatever. So I guess if we want to get into the evidence of the... I would say the whole thing about we're going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. It definitely does Avenue. not make him look I, I feel like that definitely doesn't make him look exactly. good. Exactly, that's the, the point. You also made. left out a quote where he said like... We're, we're going to cheer be... on our brave congressmen and women. Some yes, of them are not going to be that so much like, for. He said like we're going to be like peaceful and strong or something like that. And he said I'm like all, yeah, he, he said like we have to be strong like blah 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 like there's no room for weakness. Like nothing in his speech suggested that he wanted people to invade the capital. Yeah. I mean the the problem is though unfortunately you have like his supporters that tended to blindly follow him so they took his words very very literally what what was the thing he said about mike pence oh so yes um so the reason so one of the things that they talked about at the impeachment trial so as we know by these people storming the capitol it put a lot of elected officials at risk like mike pence our own vice president so as we know he was very disapproving of mike pence uh, not basically like allowing the election results to be certified and not in his favor. And after um, that happened, he tweeted uh, the following that Mike Pence didn't, didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our constitution, giving uh, states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones which they were asked to previously certify. USA demands the truth. That's what he tweeted. And as a result, we saw a lot of pro... We, they showed clips of... Unfortunately, like, a lot of this evidence is videos. But I did um, I did uh, watch them, and I also read the descriptions of them on the Washington Post. I watched, like, all the impeachment trials myself live on air. And basically what ended up happening is they did erect a gallow... They elect, erected a gallows at the Capitol, and protesters were videotaped chanting, Hang Mike Pence as a result of that happening. Yeah, I, I think that's listening. completely bad on their part. Yeah. And we've seen, like, violence that we haven't seen with uh, Democrats or, or Republicans, we, or even Republicans outside of Trump. We've seen violence, like, fester anywhere where he's been. Whether we talk about yeah. people in Trump rallies throwing people around and beating people up and getting arrested and, and carried are, out. Are, are, are you about, actually serious? Okay, what, what, okay. Do, do you, you remember know? the summer? <laughs> oh, you're talking about the BLM protests? Or, or, or Portland burned for a month? But that was because it, Trump sent the National Guard and the National Guard. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the National Guard was the reason why yes, Portland was burned. What about all the other cities where the National Guard wasn't present? And, and like Philadelphia and Minneapolis. Oh, yeah, well, the National Guard, when they released people, well, when they didn't have... you brought up that point. When they were riding... Were they, like, in unmarked vehicles, too, and, like, yeah. doing, like, yeah, all were. this, like... They were in unmarked vehicles. No, I don't I think they should have been there. I don't think they should have been there. You guys are the people of civil liberties. No, I think each state should have dealt with it themselves. I... And I, I don't think if you look at BLM protesters, they they came for the mayors and the governors that were Democrats in their in those 
respective states. Yeah, they came, they came they, out to the blast. Yeah, they went to their <laughs> the governor's mansion, different things like that. So it wasn't Democrats saying, all right, you better go beat up a whole bunch of conservatives, or you better go uh, no, but go, it was, go get it was, Republicans. It was violence, though, is what I'm saying. But, and but, it was but, encouraged. But, but, but we're not who, so but who would you say is on, what would be the adverse of this thing? Okay, well... There was there was certain tweets put out. What was it by Nancy Pelosi? You were telling but me about Nancy this yesterday. Nancy Pelosi is not a part of the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. That's the thing. Like that and has you, no and you, there, every single Democrat and are, even member of the liberal media repeatedly said, "We do not condone violence." That's but false. We do, name, name one person who yeah. didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> I have Pulitzer Prize winning uh, author whatever Nicole Hannah Jones said that destroying property violence is not. So destroying property isn't violence. The it's Democratic not. National Convention refused to condemn the riots. Uh, CNN labels uh, burning protests as fiery, but mostly peaceful. They were pretty much condemming the riots. Mostly when peaceful. Never. Most of the riots. There was a most fire the, the in the background. Most of, of the protests were, were peaceful. There were fact, people there who were rioting. I have a statistic from the State Department, which I'm glad we actually brought up this topic. So basically, um, let me find the thing. Give me a second. So. Um, the Armed Conflict Location Event Data Project. So basically what this project is, um, it's a project that is funded by the State Department's Bureau of Conflict and Stabilization as well as foreign governments, other organizations including the Dutch Ministry of Foreign Organizations, um, for the Dutch Ministry of Foreign Affairs, the German Federal Foreign Office, the Tableau Foundation, the International Organization for Migration, and the University of Texas at Austin. So this is sponsored by the State Department by um, important government um, organizations. So basically what this project did is they analyzed over, um, it was like over 7,000, so the exact number is 7,750 um, Black Lives Matter demonstrations in all 50 states, including Washington, D.C. Um, so basically um, their report ended up stating, they did like a whole analysis, a whole report, they stated that more than 2,000 locations reported peaceful protests, while fewer than 220 reported violent demonstrations. Um, this, they also highlighted that a violent government response in which authorities use force more often than not when they are present at protests, and, then, and that they are disproportionately used force while intervening in demonstrations associated with the Black Lives Matter movement relative to other types of demonstrations. Um, yeah, they, they talked about like how there was dozens of car ramming attacks, which we saw with the NYPD that happened this summer. Um, Amerous individuals, uh, some of whom who did have ties to hate groups that was not affiliated with the NYPD. Those are just other hate groups that ended up countering. So basically what the State Department study found is that a large number of these protests were peaceful. And also we have to keep in mind here we're so when we're talking about the insurrection, the capital attack, th these people were attacking our nation's capital, the foundation of our country. They, that's pretty bad. That's pretty, that's not good. And they did so over the fact that they thought an election was fraudulent. Now, based on misinformation, BLM did not storm the Capitol building. So that's the difference here. And also we have to consider the reason why these people were angry is because they were being killed and they have been systemically oppressed for over 400 years. All right, talk about misinformation. So, the whole Black Lives Matter defund the police movement is based off misinformation. White people are more likely to get killed by cops if you look at the statistics. That's not true. Yes, where, it is. Where are you saying that from? The Department of Justice. 
All right, so yes. Okay, in proportion. No, no, no. Yes, even in proportion. Yeah. No, no. You don't take a portion of population. You take proportion to police encounters. Black people have had. Why would you not do in proportion to population? Because if I haven't had a police encounter, then why would you count me in that statistic? You take the police encounters that year with white people versus police encounters that year with black people. There was less police encounters with white people, yet more white people were killed. So statistically, a white person is more likely to be killed by a cop than a black person. The, there's only one statistic that you have where a black person is 25% more likely to be use unnecessary force in an encounter. I think BLM's fighting is police brutality as a whole, and that applies to white people. Yes. Yeah, they, yeah, that's, that's, that's another yeah. thing. But that's still horrible. They, they, like, they would go. They would go protest for white people who were shot by the police. Yeah. Also. One. They, police they brutality. Okay, we could, it's literally. It's easily looked up. Well, because it also, only seems like they're protesting when a white cop kills a black well, person. Well, also at the same time, I don't want to get too off subject with our our original argument, which was about the insurrection of the capital. Because the important thing here is to stay on track. Yeah. The, we don't yeah, want to yeah. do. We want to keep it on. We don't want to yeah, use the oh well, what about you know like that kind of tactic. It's important to. Stay okay. On track. See. I like how you brought up the whole fact that it's different because they stormed yeah. the Capitol versus, like, burning down targets and things like that. Yeah. Whereas, I do think it's different, 100%. I do not support the insurrection of the Capitol right. at all. I think it was yeah. bad, and I think it was bad primarily because they were disrupting the peaceful transfer of power of between course. presidents. And I think that's a dangerous precedent to send, to, to send. and if we cannot trust the validation of our elections then we really don't have a country however Correct. say it was a good reason say it was i don't know some actual form of tyranny from the government mm -hmm. i feel like protesting directly against the government itself is better than burning down your own neighborhood okay. um, yeah i mean not saying that i condone any <laughs> violence of that yeah. kind but um yeah i mean and it, it also is like like destroying like federal property is yours yeah. you pay for it um, well it's the states it's not yours <laughs> i mean there, there's there, there's a difference but i mean I, I i support both of the protests if they were peaceful and if they i mean like the yeah. black lives matter protests I support those 100% as long as they're not like, you know, burning down my local target because that only yeah, hurts that one community. Right either, but the but... vast majority of them were nonviolent. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So you have to consider that. Yes, I, I agree. <laughs> say, say the vast majority of them were nonviolent, but there was right. also like. But they still caused over 2 billion of damages. Like. Yeah, but I'm not saying that's great. <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm trying to emphasize. Like, I don't agree yeah. with that. But um, at the same time, yeah, it's there is a vast difference between the two no there definitely is i don't think yeah. they're very comparable exactly but also just in the sense of the whole trump inciting the violence like honestly personally i would be completely fine if he was convicted and all that other crap and he couldn't hold office in the future yeah. i don't want him to hold office in the he future he probably doesn't have much of a chance anyways i, I don't think no. i don't <laughs> i don't i don't think he has a chance anyways but i feel like there weren't enough grounds to do it and also he was already out of office when they started this whole trial yeah. so i feel like there was almost no point in doing it but like with anything else like if, if you have hold a job and you're yeah. like destroy company property or something you do something that's that's yeah, uh, you have an to offense hold yeah you would that's, still you would still be held accountable after yeah. you leave that, that job okay yeah 
They have to. Right. They have to uphold a certain precedent, especially considering it is the government. They do have to uphold a certain standard of standard of leadership. It's within our constitution. It requires. Okay. It. And it's a position you can't point. come back to through yeah. an election, right? Yeah. I mean, I agree. Like, there's definitely we have bigger like shit to fry for um, the yeah. best way I could say it. But like, yeah, they, unfortunately, they do have to uphold a precedent. That's just the laws of our land. Um, so. Yeah, yeah I can see your point there. Mm-hmm. I, I just yeah. feel like they, they didn't really, like, pursue it in its full. Like, think about the first impeachment trial with Trump. That that was dragging on for months. Yeah. Well, they, but this they, one, they, they went they, through in just a couple the Democrats weeks. Democrats yeah. try to get, um, try to do, uh... I think the I think the, I think the last thing was right? about obstruction of justice. That was the last one, yeah. It was yeah, like it was surrounding. Um, I think it was like more so about like the Russia thing. But this, obviously, because like it was way more of a bigger deal. Like we had an attack on our government. I think that's why. What was the reason that they didn't have witnesses? Um. Well, they for what the for this one. This one, okay. Um, I don't know exactly, but I do know that they were gonna call. Um, they, so basically what ended up happening was during the insurrection, uh, GOP leader of the House, um, Kevin McCarthy, he called Trump and was like, you gotta like put an end to this, like, you gotta like get your supporters the heck out of here. And they wanted to call upon um, him and another rep who basically, she like conferred with Kevin McCarthy and like talked about like what happened on the phone call. So they were gonna... Um, they were going to have her be called as a witness so that she could, like, testify, like, about, like, what she was told. But they didn't even end up, like, I don't think bringing her in. They just said, like, screw it and just did the vote. So, yeah, because they were going to do that, but yeah. didn't end up coming to fruition. So yeah. I was, I, I'm pretty sure they're trying to make, um, I know Lindsey Graham called for one. Yeah, and I think also vote. they're, they're Yeah, but I, I know Lindsey Graham called for, like, a, uh, to, uh, to try to create a, a bipartisan, um, like I guess a committee to to um, investigate what happened. Yeah, and that I'm is sure a thing that Pelosi is happening. For too. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. correct. There's so still more details are going to come out. But. Yeah, because they're trying to figure out if anybody on the government side like had anything to possibly do with this, which is fair. Like they kind of have to make sure that everything's under control. But yeah, I think if I'm not mistaken, I heard a lot of that stuff will be coming out in March, so pretty soon. So that should be interesting. I think. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah, crazy times we're living in. <laughs> yeah. So, um, were there any other topics you guys wanted to talk about? We we talked about transgender athletes. I mean, I never got your stance on that, but we, I mean, okay. I I don't think guys should be manhandling yeah, girls say, if that's your stance. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, repeat that. Well, <laughs> but like, like, if, I don't think you should like guys compete against girls necessarily. Yeah, the NCAA doesn't do that. The, yeah, there there are, there are yeah. rules in place. In yeah. terms of like transitioning, like yeah, say like you so transition you have to be on, to you have to be like you have to do three assignment surgery done and be on hormones if you're a transgender um, male. If you're on a transition, yeah, you have to be on like those things before you participate in sports. Like it's in a there's a 38 page. Yeah, okay. Well, I know in high school, at least for Connecticut, like there was a transgender guy who competed in girls track and like took the championship like, well, that's took it. that's different because like they haven't well in this person's case they haven't undergone the, the various changes you go through with puberty yeah. so they haven't gotten the advantages of like muscle yeah. mass or things like that that you, you would have as an adult in college so that, yeah. that, that's a little it's also different high school yeah. so it's not yeah. as like but but even serious. after you go through the transitions would you not say that a transgender female who transitioned from male to female doesn't have a natural advantage I can bring up based a study on biology for you well i mean 
I mean, when I, you, I don't know. When you do transition, because, I mean, I guess it depends on, like, how you do it. You could, they have hormone, um, a lot of people, they transition through hormone injections. So, for instance, if you were to transition from male to female, like, a lot of um, people who do that, they get um, estrogen uh, injections, which definitely, which kind of allows them to kind of have more, like, feminine, like, features and, like, overall overall bodily function i guess that's like the science um behind it so i i'm not quite sure from the scientific standpoint like if it, it also i would think it might contribute to them being maybe not as enhanced as they would be if they were male considering they're having the estrogen. yeah because i feel like even though yeah. like you can mess with the like hormone balances all you want i feel like they're like biologically you are definitely like different like versus male versus female no matter what like the hormone injections you have are it, just it in your genes i also i mean I, I know richie's bringing up that study but i haven't seen and, and just based off off anecdote not even based off data okay. but like let's say if, if you've seen you can let me know but like on, on a professional level or even at a, co a collegiate level are you seeing trans women dominate other other cisgender women I feel like most of, of the the athletes that I can name are cisgender women, that at a professional or a collegiate level. Yeah, and, and you know, that they're comfortable. Like cisgender women are comfortable with transgender women participating in sports. Yeah. Like Megan Rapinoe, Kansas Parker, these women came out and like signed a petition saying they were perfectly comfortable with it and didn't see any advantage. So it's not like cisgender women don't want this. Like they're, yeah. they're all for it and all for the inclusivity. No, I mean as long as you go through all the stuff yeah. that like makes it yeah. actually competitive. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean. I just, I just think sports are, like, for competition. You want to keep it on a fair playing ground. And if the science gets to the point where you could get it to a fair playing ground after you transition, then sure, I'm all for that. But they have the whole men's and women's divisions, like, for a reason. So I, well, I do think that... person's a woman. Yeah. Right? All right. Like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, biologically, no, but yeah, yeah. So, socially, yes. So, I mean, like, I do see your point that, like, if you keep it on a fair playing field, then yes. Yeah, so there was a study by a man named Dr. Timothy Roberts where he said after two years of, like, hormonal treatment, um, trans women were only able to do 10% more push-ups and 6% more um, sit-ups than their cisgender counterparts. Those are the two exercises they used. And then 12% faster on a 1.5-mile time. So he said maybe longer than two years it would take on hormonal treatment for the playing field to be perfectly even, but okay. it's marginally even after two years of hormonal treatment. So it's not it's not like it's a ma you know it's not a huge it's not, it's, not it's really it's yeah yeah. And that was from what you NBC. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah NBC. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, yeah so it, it's the playing is like the playing field's pretty even, yeah. for sure I would say. Okay, well then if they had those requirements for like yeah, two yeah, years, NCAA, or whatever. That's, yeah. Because I just okay. know in, in high school they didn't, and yeah. that's definitely kind of screwed up. The reasoning in high school, at least, is because, like, these, these people haven't undergone the changes, like, puberty gives them, which would be muscle mass. Well, first of like all... That. So that's why, like, not they're not... Not always, but average puberty is, like, what, like, 13 years old, 14 years old? Yeah. That also, is during... Also, I know... Exactly. On the, on the right, there is an argument that they, even with the child's consent or the parent's consent, some people don't want... Uh, women or i mean we don't want people transitioning either to male to female whatever um based on uh until they're 18. i've heard that argument so that if you look at the the high school uh high school athletics that could that could clash with that too yeah 
Okay. There's something I, I, to be said for that argument because you can't just be letting like ten year olds like change their gender. I was gonna say, what do you think about that argument? I don't. Um, I mean, I don't want the data in front of me, but from my understanding, I'm pretty sure people, most people who transition are fairly sure, and they don't train. They don't yeah. train. Uh, At what back. age? Though? And if, if uh, when they when they like when they affirm that they're transgender, I guess whatever age. Yeah. They're, they're pretty it sure. On the and wouldn't it be based it's not on the same for everybody? Yeah, yeah. And, and isn't it based on the? Wouldn't it be based on the parents' consent? I would think. What do you I mean? mean? I mean, yes. I would say that. I would. I would be perfectly fine with you saying that. If you said that any child could do any other thing that an adult, that an adult could do with parental permission, like buy a beer, buy weed, uh, you know, like that type of um, stuff. You know what I'm saying? Well. I, mean, I would be I would be perfectly fine. The age of, I think for those things differ depending on where you are in the world. But yes. when it comes to like operating a vehicle or whatever, maybe that's not necessarily the safest because the child is probably probably can't operate a vehicle as well as an adult. Well, see the thing is <laughs> if you were alcohol. if you were if yeah, you were yeah. if you were practicing since you were ten years old, who's to say you can't get your driver's license when you're fifteen versus sixteen? Why is sixteen an arbitrary year? I mean I don't know. I mean, hey. That's what you want to argue for. Well, I mean, there, there should be. I, I would like to see the facts around it, but I'm not totally against it. If you want, if you want. I mean, you should have to drive. pass. You should have to. You should have to. I don't. Like, I don't like some adults driving. I don't know if I want to see No. Yeah. But what happens if you pass the same test though? If you go through the same training and pass the same test? Uh huh. Maybe you could have a license though. Then, then, then I would be. I would be completely what if he fine. A tantrum. I, mean, I guess adults yeah, do that too. One hundred percent. I would be completely fine with saying like you could transition to whatever gender you want when you're a child. If you personally give your consent, but the thing is, you have to be consistent with that because legally, there are only like if you you can only do certain things if you're considered a legal adult. So I mean, like, yeah. when do you have? When does an individual have autonomy over themselves versus their parents having autonomy over them? Oh, that's the yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a, a great uh, question. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that I think has to do with like age. There's like a lot of stuff with like age of consent. Like, and uh, I know like alcohol. And I mean, I think bottom line, we do, kind they, of have autonomy to our own bodies just yeah. as a whole. Um, like, I, as a, like as a kid, like you shouldn't have to deal with like you know some random person coming up to you and like touching you. I guess yeah, yeah. no, not, no. not saying like rape mm-hmm. or anything, yeah. but just like in general. Like, well, we're talking about all. parents, not random people. Yeah. You had parents. I know with, like, alcohol, they base it off of, like, brain development and stuff like that. That's so stupid. I mean, there should be no drinking age, but... You think there shouldn't be one at all? They they can have beer. (laughs) Well, obviously, like, your parents aren't going to feed you beer when you're a baby. And also, obviously, like... I mean, they used to do that shit. That's true. But But say there was no age of legal alcohol consumption. Do you think liquor stores would sell beer to a ten-year-old? I mean, probably yeah, not. I don't know. I mean, if they, if they try to make money. I mean, it depends. I mean, you'd, have know, be, know, like, you'd have to be. You'd have to be an unethical I mean, bastard to do our that. Our parents can tell yeah. stories of the shit they got into under yeah. the counter. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, if it was just legal. When they were, yeah, yeah, when they were, like when they were sixteen, like, like when they were in high yeah. school, maybe. Even even when my dad, I mean, my dad grew up in a different. He he grew up in in Connecticut, but he a lot of my family's from North Carolina. In North Carolina, there's no, there's nobody looking for anything, really. <laughs> that all goes about like what's socially accepted. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's more of like an ethical, philosophical debate, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than the political one. Yeah, but I just don't think it's the government's stance or position to tell us when we could drink, if we could do drugs or not. Like, 
I, I totally it's, I, I agree from the standpoint, especially when like you can draft somebody, but they can't go get a beer. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. fucked up. But I also don't necessarily believe in a draft. But no, exactly. the draft is unconstitutional that. technically. Is it? Oh well, no. I mean, it, I think it, like it's it is. Technically, I don't know. I to be honest, I'll claim my own ignorance. I don't know too much about the draft, but. Yeah. I think there shouldn't be one. I mean, I'm why should you be forced to go fight a war that yeah. you don't want to fight? I yeah. I agree. You know, Especially I when I you didn't make the decisions to get yeah. the, get us. Yeah. In the yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I have respect for Muhammad Ali for like saying yeah. fuck you to the draft. draft. Yeah. I mean, knock on wood. Hopefully, we won't have to be in a situation that would require that anytime yeah. soon. Um, but yeah. So. Agreed. Oh, that that's a good segue into our another our other topic. Um, the death penalty. Oh, yeah. Time. I think that there should be no death penalty. Oh, okay. We all, we all wow. agree. Okay. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> no, I don't, think, I don't think it should be the government's responsibility to decide who lives and dies. Like, if you look at the whole yeah. justice system, it's for keeping criminals off the street and rehabilitating people exactly. and then punishing people, right? So your punishment is not being in society. Your rehabilitation is through years in prison and taking people off the street. I don't see why the government should tell you well, if you should live or die. And also, you have 100%. to consider the Constitution. Our Constitution eighth provides amendment. us, yeah, the Eighth Amendment provides us protection against cruel and unusual punishment. So, that's true. You argue that and the death like, penalty we got is away, that? or we didn't necessarily do away with it because I'm pretty sure on the books you can still do like firing squads and, uh, and, um, <laughs> execution or electrocution and different things like that oh, yeah, but what we primar- primarily um go to is um lethal, well, injection. lethal injection and that yeah. is not 100 percent either like it, it it's basically a form of torture yeah um really? so there's three components to it there's three components to it it's it's um sodium to thypentatol which sedates the victim um i'm sorry these are very big words <laughs> and pancronium bromide which paralyzes the person, and then potassium chloride, which um, stops the heart. And uh, so um, they did away with, I guess Pfizer's discontinued, or took it off the market, took the first drug off the market. And that's supposed to sedate you, right? So they, uh, so because they didn't have that, states were going to try to find a substitute drug for that sedation drug, right? And they found this drug called um, mid- uh, mitazine or mitazolam. Mitazolam, okay. yeah. And that that uh, is supposed to be a substitute for the sodium uh, thepentol, <laughs> theopentol. <laughs> but it does not it does not render the victim unconscious, right? So um, so if the inmate gets that and they're not unconscious, uh, the second drugs can be extremely painful, right? So. The second drug suff- like makes you suffocate, and um, but it also gives you paralysis, so you can't move. So you're sitting there like choking, right? How long before the guy dies? Yeah. So like when it when it fucks up, it's supposed to be like I think like a uh, five to ten minute process. It's not supposed to be very long, or a few like a few minutes. But when it's when it goes bad, or when it's botched, or like one one of the medicines don't work, that person isn't really like uh, sedated, right? So like they're fully conscious but they can't move their body yeah. right so so you're suffocating now on top of suffocating the third drug is supposed to stop your heartbeat right so, so you can't like oh, sorry go on yeah but the third one reportedly um it feels it feels like 
fucking someone shooting fire into your veins. <laughs> okay, so if you want to talk purely from an ethical perspective, I do think that some people deserve that. If you if sure. you if you are a killer who's done like those crimes like a Ted to deserve Bundy. yes yeah but the reason that I don't support the death penalty is the fact that I think it gives too much power to the state so I mean I, like I agree in my personal opinion I don't necessarily think that um, I, I don't think it's ethical but I yeah. if you, that is your opinion I don't think there's anything wrong with that but well, I uh, also well, see, I just don't think tough, the state right? because yeah, like you have to talk about. Like what you think justice is, right? Like yeah. well, justice and retribution, like like justice that. and revenge aren't the same. No, words. yeah, I'm I'm actually in an ethical philosophy class right now. Oh, same really. actually. Really, nice. <laughs> I, I don't believe eye for an eye is always no. rational. I, I believe that all. I don't think that there are any objective moral standards. Yeah. I, I think that everything could be boiled down to subjectivism. All I right. totally agree with that. Yeah. But I do yeah. think that there, like, there are things that are com like people commonly, or like, I do think yeah. that we have like, um, either through government or just like collectively, yeah. we can all agree on certain yeah, things. Yeah, that's that's, that's cultural agree. cultural yeah. relativism. Uh -huh. It's like it's basically saying an ethical statement, like saying like killing is bad, is the same thing as saying my society does not approve of killing. Right? Exactly. So so it's like we have these standards in society that we all agree on are bad. Some of the things could really be wrong like you know 120 150 years ago we had slaves and that was socially accepted in the south back in the day mm -hmm. obviously today we don't accept that but it was just the cultural relative and so people grew up in that era they just accepted it i agree so i think we have to kind of like constantly be reevaluating our standards and looking at our standards to make sure that we have the right ones yeah well and you know what's interesting too i guess like when i because i for a while, actually, I was for the death penalty. And that, I know it's shocking as me being a liberal, but because like I didn't quite understand like the full scope. But when I was looking at it, and when I was also I was also in a comparative politics class at one point, and when I was also looking at these other countries and like what they had um, put in place, a lot of democracies like overseas and like in Europe, they don't, that's like not a thing that they do. Like we're one of like the only few developed democracies that like still has the death penalty. So when I also saw that, I was like, oh wait a second, like if we're like the only one that's doing that, like that's probably not a good thing. So and it's not something that can yeah. be undone too. Like oh like, yeah, like I couldn't even though like it sucks. If I send you to prison for ten years, I can release you. You know, and or I, especially if, if, if I, you get proven innocent yeah. ten years down the line. Exactly, yeah. or especially like before DNA evidence, people were killed out. Yeah. Fucking asked for nothing, but um, yeah, but like, or um, or I can reimburse you if I take your property or something like that, and new information comes into play. Unreversible, yeah, but like, yeah, it's not reversible, you know. And if you want to take it a step further, I think the entire prison system in America is pretty fucked. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. The whole like prison for profit thing, it's like yeah. it's basically why are we slavery off that's allowed of, by yeah, the why are we profiting off people like. What? Yeah, it, really? It you guys don't believe that it's okay to make money off of prison? <laughs> no, no. No. Yeah. Oh wow. I I do not. And also, <laughs> I think that we are incentivized to incarcerate more people because of that. And I think oh, I think the war on drugs has also been fueled oh. a little bit because of that. And I think the war on drugs is a terrible thing. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I did a lot of studying on that subject, and the war on drugs was 
really like one of the most like devastating things to like happen i think in a sense to like in our country especially yeah, for people of, yeah, yeah especially to people of color in particular i mean so we had obviously years and years of oppression right they passed the civil rights um amendment and all that kind of stuff in the 60s and then years go on they still wanted to find a way to try to criminalize that population of the united states so hmm, how could we do that we're on drugs nixon and made the dea as yeah, like an autonomous yeah, so that's, force that's that could just go after those communities they specifically yeah. went after these poor communities and as we know unfortunately poverty does create cr conditions that lead to crime and yes. so they particularly targeted those communities and put a lot of people of color in jail and led to the mass incarceration movement which is still in effect to today so like powdered coke and fucking cracker like chemically the same thing yeah, yeah. But there's like it's a what higher is your rich crack, people? What is your poor crack people? is the poor man's coke obviously yeah. and they went after that a lot more so yeah, it's so, crazy. So, how do you guys feel? You, do you think drugs should be decriminalized? Yes, they should 100%. be completely legal. Yeah, yeah. at least I on agree. a federal I mean, level, every in, drug in my should sense, be legal. In my view, it's like it's your decision to put it into your body. Yeah, you're not hurting anyone else. Say, yeah. if I get you know all high on heroin and then I decide to like go on a killing rampage, I should be prosecuted for those crimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like if I yeah, do something stupid while violent. I'm high, and if you're worried about addiction, then we should be concentrating on like making forms of helping to help people yeah. with addiction yeah. specifically, and, and also not punishing them for having an addiction. Yeah. If they were legal, there would also be safer delivery methods, mm -hmm. because a lot of drugs on their own aren't super harmful to your body. But people think, don't know. But people don't yeah. know. Yeah. See, like think about like caffeine, right? Caffeine, you have coffee, you have energy drinks, whatever. If caffeine was illegal, like, you could, you know, predict that there would be people, like, snorting co caffeine, yeah. like, yeah. in the morning time to, like, get their little high. It's Same, the most used yeah. drug there is. Same yeah. thing with, like, even, like, anything, even heroin. Like, obviously, yeah. heroin's, like, nothing to play with, especially because <laughs> it's not regulated. Yeah. But, like, if it were actually regulated in companies, like... Could, kind like, of safe way to... Yeah, the, yeah, and then they, they would be, there would be dosages, right? Yeah. What happens is not, like necessarily heroin itself that kills people it's like people take way too much of it and they od yeah yeah, yeah. if you yeah. had safe delivery methods we need yeah. to like try to not funnel all these people who have serious like addiction issues into prisons because no. they're just going to keep coming back it's not like, the gonna, it's just a vicious cycle like we need to kamala harris we kind of <laughs> we kind of need to <laughs> hit the nail on the I'm, head I'm, I'm sorry i had yeah. to we had to kind of hit the nail on the head and get at the root of it. I mean, I wonder what Not percentage... Not saying I agree with what she did as an attorney general. Like, I think that was yeah. Do up. any of you guys know like what the stat is for, like, the percentage time. of people yeah. in jail that are in jail because of drug-related charges? Oh, I'm, I'm it's, sure it's, it's, like, somewhere I'm not, I'm yeah. upwards yeah. of, like, 70%. I will claim my own but, like, I, I think, sure like, what, what, what kills me about the right when it comes to that, it's, like, they... The, if you look at politics, like, in the 80s and the 90s, like... Democrats were being harsher on crime to meet the right. They so like don't get me wrong. Yeah. I don't agree with the, I don't agree with the crime bill. I don't agree with what Kamala did in, in California. But it's not like people on the right at that time were like, oh, and we should let all the the drugs. No, neither party has a leg to stand yeah. on. Yeah, and I yeah. mean Bill Clinton, he introduced legislation that mm -hmm. like ended up prolonging the war. On yeah, drugs yeah, one hundred percent. I I against yeah. all that shit. Yeah, I don't agree with that and at all. Biden and Kamala were not my first choice. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, they were not either. I mean, like, I just really the 
what it boiled down to, at least for me, this past election was, I didn't want Trump again, and not saying that's solely why I voted for them, it was just like, they, I think that they had more of an ability to get us on the right path, that's why I did, um, more so than anything. And also, came to COVID. yeah, there was also, like, certain policies that, sure, I agreed with, um, because obviously, Obviously, they are on the left of our political spectrum. So, yeah, there was policies that I agreed with, but there was policies that they put forward that I'm like, man, not my favorite thing. Mediocre, my opinion. I'm happy you bring up COVID. Oh, boy. (laughs) Because, like, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris claimed that that Trump had no COVID plan, yet when Trump left office, they had over 900,000 vaccinations a day, right? So, what has. Because of Trump, though. Well, so Operation Warp Speed, where they developed a vaccine under a year, people were calling them crazy for it. Who called them crazy for that? No, everyone called them crazy. Yeah. Are you who doesn't me? want a COVID vaccine? No, they were saying he wasn't vaccine. going to be able to make it happen. They were saying he wasn't going to be able to get a vaccine in under a who year. Who said that? They they were saying that they were saying that that's what they were trying. They, the the scientists gave an estimate, and we beat the estimate. Science beat the estimate. That's a good thing. Yeah. Nobody would. Nobody on the left was like, yeah, it's damn, a good vaccine. Thing. I hate it's it. a good thing. No, <laughs> that's, that's not that's yeah, not what time. you're mischaracterizing. What I'm saying. What are you saying? Because Trump said we're gonna get a vaccine out by the end of the year. The mainstream media and left are like, oh, you're crazy. That's never gonna happen. Okay, I don't, I don't know who directly said that it's not going to yeah. happen. Also, when we talk about, don't get me wrong, I could say something out my ass that could end up being true, but <laughs> I have no evidence to back it yeah, up. Yeah, this means he goes according to plan. I don't think Trump okay. said that with, well, I've been crunching the numbers and I, I've been testing these. <laughs> okay, so where did Trump go wrong on COVID then? Um, uh, what it, he didn't encourage states to have um, proper uh, lock, lockdown policies in the beginning. Well, um, lockdowns mask, have been proven to not work, but go on. Mask mandates. Mask mandates. You think um, it's constitutional for the government to say, oh, you have to wear a mask? On federal property or on, yeah. or on, um, or in a business. What's the business within can their say, jurisdiction? Yeah. Well, the business can the business say, can but say, the government shouldn't. On federal property, well, yeah, but who's, okay, so you're saying out. people were, were, were just standing outside in their yard and someone said, well, you got to put your mask on? Well, say you're walking on the sidewalk in a city. I've seen, I've literally seen people in, like, just in New Haven. Who, yeah. If you're an asshole, you left, you did, whatever, well, I'm sorry. I don't want, I know, I don't want to get the yeah, yeah, ladies. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but I, I've saw people not wearing masks. I didn't see any cops yeah. beat them. Yeah, okay, yeah, because there's no mask mandate in Connecticut. I mean, where, not a... where were there was like in New York, you could not wear a mask on the street. If you walked into a building, yeah, then you, that's the yeah. business. No, but choice. you think that Trump should have mandated something for a on federal government mandate property? on federal property? Yes, yeah. you should have. Based on the science, you should have mandated masks. Based on the science, yes, yes. It's what been science? proven that it's been proven that masks like uh, reduce your the uh, transmission. Yeah, transmission by what percentage? Um, we could CDC put yeah. out information on. It. We could de- definitely bring it up. Yeah. I mean, I know Fauci's the devil, but... <laughs> Honestly, I can't wait till the time where we don't have to wear masks anymore. I think I mean, be, we all, um, all I predict, agree on that. Yeah, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying summer. to encourage my friends this, on the right this to this so we be done with this summer. Yeah. I think <laughs> the numbers are going down by a lot right now. Because yeah, people yeah, are getting right. vaccinated. Uh-huh. Exactly, because there's so many people that already had it. There's so many people that are getting vaccinated. I think this virus... It's almost as if, like, if we did nothing, it almost probably would have taken the same course of time. Like, a virus has I, to I go think through. We its literally course. have a vaccine, though. So what do you mean? Well, no. So you're saying no vaccine? We would. No, 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 not not no vaccine, but no like lockdowns or 
uh, social distancing stuff I, like I that. I do think. Well, I, I think I, a lot think, of people died, and more slow. people would have died if uh, we didn't wear possibly. masks and social distance. Yeah. Yeah. And without the vaccine, of course. Too. Debatable. I think a lot of people died in the beginning. Like the death numbers were much higher in the beginning because of the um, old people homes. What are they called? Nursing homes. Nursing homes. Is that what you... Yeah, like like with the Cuomo like putting the patients in the nursing homes. A lot of people died because bad. of that. Yeah, it was yeah. very bad. Yeah, in the yeah. No, I agree. That, that was, was horrible. And then the death numbers went down. I, I mean, for a healthy person. Aged. They went down. If you look at when they went down, went down after there were lockdowns, though, and then well, it rose back up when when they started raising restrictions. Well, yeah, not death numbers, maybe uh, or transmission, uh, well, yeah, transmission Florida, numbers. Especially. But they, but, they're gonna, but, they're but gonna I mean, correlate though. Well, they didn't. Not one hundred percent. You don't. You think okay? If you obviously look at the, death the rate numbers, of people who are gonna die from it is not yeah. gonna be the same rate of people infected. Yes. But if more infected people are is gonna mean by more yes, dead people. Yes. Yes. Logically, yes, but also, if you look at the first peak, you know how there was like three peaks so far, and like the last one was the biggest? Yeah. The first peak that was the smallest, there was just about the same number of deaths as the third peak that was the biggest. And the second peak that was like the second highest number of cases had like the least amount of deaths. And then, like, it, so, so like that, in the beginning, be based on um... in the beginning, deaths per case was astronomically higher. Than in the later piece. That also could probably be linked to um, our our uh, our, our um, hospitals and everything, their yeah. ability to respond and like understanding of the virus plan. versus yeah. back then. Yeah, could like, be. we didn't yeah. know could what be. the hell we were doing when this first started. And like like, like sometimes there are like people who were sitting at home and they didn't like yeah. get help until it was I mean, like too late, you know. I know people who one working nursing homes. Like I know somebody who. Um, she works like in like a rehabilitation center and they had like a huge COVID outbreak and not only did a bunch of people obviously get sick and they had a bunch of COVID deaths at their facility they then the staff got sick like it, it just like it just kept going and going and I even my grandmother she ended up getting it and she lives like in a facility it's not it's like kind of more like a community thing like it's not like a nursing home type of thing but it was like one person had it then she ended up getting it and then they had to like lock the whole thing down so yeah. it's tough like when you're in like those tight quarters like yeah you oh, could definitely. easily get it from people that's why we got to do what our health experts tell us to do so they can clean this thing up and we can be done yeah but like, I wanna, when, I but like when you see nurses like getting out of work and being like why aren't people like i'm literally busting my ass and putting myself in danger and having to quarantine for my family why aren't yeah. people wearing masks why aren't people staying inside why are people going out to do stupid shit like I, I like obviously like i said i don't think there should be a point where the government's coming in and making you do shit but from the perspective of somebody um from the perspective of somebody um who works in the medical field, I can totally see how that's annoying. I could. Yeah. I, I, I could see how that's annoying. And I think that people need to make their personal decisions, right? So I do think that people should be responsible for themselves and to not go out and do stupid shit during a pandemic. But I also don't think that the government should have the right to shut down your business or say your business can only operate at 50% capacity. Because you I think that you that's think your so? choice. No, the, I think, you don't that think that's that, your that choice. Would that help at all? Well, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't care if it helped or not. I don't think the government should have that power because I don't like power in the hands of the government. I like power in the hands of the people. I think for things that like we can collectively say make sense. Like, well, I, I think it we was, could, I, mean, I guess you could say something. You're, you're putting no, you're but, putting people's lives. But we, we you could less. say you could say you're putting people's lives at danger by leaving everything open and letting COVID spread. 
but you're putting people's lives in real danger for not being able to put food on the table by shutting down their jobs and not allowing them and, to make a living. But that's why I believe the government should be subsidizing people who need those resources. Yeah, exactly. But. Well, also, you look at Florida and you look at New York. Mm-hmm. New York is in a lot worse situation than Florida is. Even they though also Flo- have like what them, how many million people? Yeah, they have a higher population <laughs> yeah. of people than. Oh than well, Florida. I actually don't know if that's true. I uh, think it look is. It, look it up for me, but it's probably pretty close. But Florida has the highest, um, the oldest population in America. Like twenty five percent of their people are above sixty, and yet they had less deaths, less deaths per million, and they remained open, more open the whole time during COVID. So they handled it a lot better. So lockdowns have been proven to not work. And besides that, they're just not constitutional. And also, they're people on, on top oh, of Oh, actually, the Florida is yeah, New York right above Florida. Yeah, concentration. Yeah, concentration. Florida is right above New York. That, yeah. That's not true. Only in the that's city. Only in the city. But you well, take, if, if you take, New York, you take upstate say, New York, yeah, it's not. It's and if you look at the rates of upstate New York, I'm, prob- I'm sure it's probably lower than it yeah, is no. court, closer to the core of the city. Yeah. But, like, I think that would be a, a factor if you're talking about two states that are set up completely differently, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Florida has its urban centers as well. Yeah, I mean, Miami, yeah, Miami, Miami, Tampa, Tampa, all those Orlando. places. Yeah. I mean, New so, York is just a lot more prominent because it's the biggest city in our nation, so. Yeah. Population wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should we wrap more it up? About? Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah, I think we've this got a good, good bunch of that was, that was a good show, guys. Thanks for coming on. All right. I appreciate it. All right. Well, if you don't follow us already, follow us on TikTok at Liberty Bros, and we will see you next time. Thanks.